Hey, Adam. You know, hey. one of the, we're back. You know, one we're of the back. reasons that we were gone for a little while is that I actually went on astronaut training, man. Whoa. Yeah. What? Why? Yeah, it, it didn't go Are very you... well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I hate my new job, but uh, yes. But uh, you know, space. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next frontier. That's the natural <laughs> evolution of my career. No, no, it didn't go very well, unfortunately, because like I, I, I vomited like ew, like hardcore all over oh, like the, the the training right and the, so i asked the instructor like hey is this normal like no, do people normally like you know puke during astronaut training and they're like no not during the written exam not usually uh the written exam <laughs> <laughs> buddy it's good to see you again man it's good to see you as well though i've been seeing plenty of you dear god i know weeks in a row did we see each other in person this is like Two, frightening i think yeah no, wait, no, three. Is it been three? It's Super Bowl, Super Bowl oh, week, yeah. and then the week after, and then yesterday. It's like I've seen you more in person than I have on the podcast, which is I know I, that doesn't that hasn't happened. I think you misinterpreted decades. my 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 goal for this year of recording in person. Right. Now you're just like, no, let's just hang out in person and not record our conversations. Like that's not that's not what I was asking, man. <laughs> my, my wife keeps on coordinating these things, and then I just like show up out of nowhere from my my blissful duties of child rearing. It's like, <laughs> oh, Mike's coming over like tomorrow. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm always like, I, I always want to be like, should, can we record? But then I remember again, your 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 time with everybody else is 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 pay, pieced off. You know, yeah. I get my little chunk and then everybody else gets their chunk. And so there's no time to record a podcast. I know it, it's, it's, it's so, it's so funny that like, you know, I I've spent so many, so much time with you over these years and that's just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Like I have to like share, exactly. you have to share me with your family now. I know even my little one wants to do like hand slapping thing with you. I know. I don't understand what that's, what that's about, but you know, you never, you never played hand slaps. <laughs> it's been like what third grade so yeah that, that was that was a, a while ago <laughs> <laughs> but we're back baby welcome back to the skinny with mike and adam thank you so much for your patience folks while we sort out hanging life. out with one another and life it's too difficult we can't do this birthdays anymore. and going to the snow and not dying in the snow Ooh, i got lucky i would still be up there if we had left like six hours later <laughs> oh tell me about it yeah <laughs> i'd be i'd be freezing away next to some tree somewhere just wishing my my i had podcasted more that'd be my last regret <laughs> as i'm about to die like if only i had podcasted if only i told my wife i didn't want to go to the mountains i just wanted to podcast with my friend <laughs> exactly the most important uh family bonding experience exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey your wife drives. Was, she can go up there herself that's true that's true but you know you need you need help it's a it's a two-person job uh to to go up to the mountains it's basically like survivor man every time oh, yeah. you go up there you never know what's going to happen because you look true. at the weather report and you're like oh this this weather report seems reasonable and then the weather actually hits and it's completely different than what the weather report told you yeah like all leading up i'm like oh hey okay so on thursday or the day we're going to come home there's going to be five to eight inches of snow like that that doesn't seem too bad we might I have know. to put the tires my shoes on. are bigger than that i don't exactly. need i don't need anything like that and then so we you know we went up there on monday it's literally 70 degrees when we leave home <laughs> and and there's like no snow anywhere until we like get up to the to the mountain and it's all just like that dirty push to the side snow that's been mm -hmm. just like melting for days and we're like oh this isn't so great <clears throat> um 
So, and of course, the windiness causing much nausea to come from the little one. The little one where we're like, here, you know, hold on to your puke cup. We have to have puke cups in my car because mm-hmm. our children get get the motion sickness. And I'm just like, you know, Mario Andretti driving through the mountains. All of, what, 30 <laughs> miles an hour or whatever. It was, it was really fast. <laughs> so right, we're literally two minutes mm. from the de- the Denny's up there that we, we were going to go to for lunch. We were two minutes away from that Denny's. And the little one, after minutes and seemed like hours of her complaining, um, was like like about her stomach, and we knew that she was like not feeling well. Um, then she just like closed her eyes, and we're like, "Oh, she's asleep. Oh, good. She's she stopped. She stopped complaining, <laughs> and we're almost there. And then we're gonna get out, and she'll like get reoriented to you know whatever you you have to get reoriented to, and then she'll be fine. But literally, like, and then her puke cup that she was holding diligently, just you know casually slides out of her hand onto the floor nobody notices like you know the older one doesn't notice my wife and i don't notice and then all of a sudden again two minutes away oh (laughs) and all i do is like as i'm like you know maneuvering around tight swerves i look behind me just in time to see come out all everything and we're just like get the cup and we're like where's the cup (laughs) (laughs) and it just it just it just started everything off on such a terrible terrible step how fun um how fun so yeah and and so we cleaned up puke when we got to denny's then we went inside and there's a thousand and a half people at denny's all these giant mobs of groups that were going in there we're just like well i guess we're just going to the bathroom to hose things down and we'll find someplace (laughs) else to eat can i can i borrow your denny's hose please (laughs) so uh then there was that and then of course we told you about like getting to our room be like oh man the heater's not even on and it's like 85 degrees in here like well that's that's okay it's it's you know 50 degrees outside yeah it's a cold day yeah i mean it's gonna get down to like three degrees tonight but you know that that heat just lingered and lingered and lingered and then you're trying to sleep that night in 85 degree temperatures (laughs) it it just you just can't do it everybody gets cranky Children can't fall asleep. Adults can't fall asleep. It's all bad. It's like, oh, so, no, Adam. Nice. Di- I heard Adam died up in the mountains during the biggest blizzard in Southern California history. <laughs> what happened? Exactly. Oh, he died of heat like, stroke. And we're like, it's going to just be for, for a day. You know, it's going to get cold. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to snow a little bit. Um, and then the snow just came in on Wednesday. And boy, did it just fall and fall and fall and fall. Yeah. Um, From what you guys told me, though, like you guys, you know, left at the right time. But like for the most part, it wasn't like too bad, right? Well, there from Wednesday to Thursday, a, a full foot of snow mm. fell. Um, and that was fine. Like we were like, okay, that that's cool. And then as it like Thursday, we were planning to leave. And um like my wife was like, Oh, we'll just hang around here because there's supposed to be a break in the weather. Like she's trusting the weather report. There's gonna be no snow between 12 and 4 p.m. So we'll just uh, wait until like the the plows go through and 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 all that snow goes off and then we'll leave around like two o'clock or something like that but then the the very friendly hotel staff were just like well you know they the snow plows just push snow to the side you know 90 percent of it that other 10 percent is just impacted into the road and it just turns into ice so yeah. it's literally more dangerous to leave after the snow plows go by <laughs> <laughs> the snow plows like, are just for show. <laughs> 
And all morning, I'm just saying, like, we need, we should probably leave early. Like, we should leave as soon as possible. We should probably get down the hill, you know, and have as much daylight as we possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for these kinds of things. So she didn't listen to me. She listened to the hotel staff, and that, that was fine. So the, <laughs> thankfully, See, again, just like the snowplows, you're just there for show. Right. <laughs> so, yes, we made the long 43 mile trek down the back road because the front road uh, had a 15 car pile up on it oh, um, and was closed. So, we weren't able to take that road. They trusted the weather report too, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're like, okay. We got the snow, we've had the snow chains on for three days at this point. Let's just hop in and go and you know, 43 miles driving at 25 miles an hour. <laughs> just windy, windy, windy. And it was just literal, like you couldn't see road. There were like you'd think, like, oh, there's cars going by, like they're gonna make tire tracks that, that you can kind of follow on the way down. Like, nope, we were driving on a straight white blanket of snow mm -hmm. the entire way down you were the tire um, tracks everyone behind you damn and luckily like there was two cars in front of us and that that guy in front he thankfully knew what he was doing because you like have no perception of where the middle of the road and the side of the road you're just like well it looks like there's a you know six foot embankment over there so i'm going to drive away from that area yeah, you know, and try to go towards more towards the middle, but you have no idea where like the middle of the road is. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> just like just back and forth and back and forth. So it was, it was, it was quite the adventure. And then they literally got three more feet of snow over the next two days. Oh. So I, I, I think we made the right choice. Yeah, but again, you guys survived Survivor, yet another. <laughs> you guys yet survived yet another mountain trip. And you come down, and you're just like you're so relieved. You're so like. You're like, wow, I, I'm 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 alive, and that's all that matters. <laughs> You're a man now, <laughs> I guess so. And then you hear all the terrible stories on the news of people that were like in all these awful accidents and yeah. all this craziness. You're like, wow, I'm I'm glad we left when we did, Dawn. I'm glad we left when we did. <laughs> you could just say that, like, she listened to you. There you go. She listened to me. Yeah, not 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 the kind, friendly hotel staff that deal with this kind of stuff on a weekly basis right so <laughs> it was all you buddy so no puking on the way down i mean i guess that's that's the difference between driving up up a hill 35 miles an hour and mm -hmm. down a hill 25 miles an hour i think she was just excited for denny she was just trying to make room oh yeah, yeah. make room to you know to you know bring in more denny's and then make more room afterwards exactly you know how denny's yeah. rolls but yeah. yeah denny's is just glorified vomit on a plate anyway <laughs> it was an experience because then we like we went to denny's that night for for dinner and there's nobody there and they mm -hmm. literally like put up a sign that said we are all out of like majority of all the food <laughs> like here's the things we still have so if you're okay with that come here's on a, in and here's a plate full of straws <laughs> we got some so, coffee stirrers for dessert if you'd like if you'd like it was it was really really bizarre i hate the service industry even more so in <laughs> vacation communities there oh sure i mean again the hotel was great but they're like new owners by next year they're going to be jaded and just being like fuck off everybody yeah but like all the places that have been there for a while they could give two shits that mm -hmm. you're like you ask for something and they're just like okay bye we'll be back in like six hours with your food it's so, like oh you obviously don't live here i don't need to <laughs> give a shit about your 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 right. needs at all of course so that was that was pretty much that. We had a decent time. We only nearly nearly killed each other, maybe five times. Like, oh, right, right on that verge, oh. five times. So it was all good. It was all good.
Why, why do you do go? it again next year? Why, why I have no go? choice. I have no choice. <laughs> this isn't something that I want to do. Every time you recap your mountain trips every year, it's just like the same thing. You're just like, oh, I fucking hate it. We almost died. I'm so yeah. fucking cold. I hate ma- I hate tire chains. I hate mountain people. I hate but luckily everything. My wife could my wife can put on tire chains like nobody's business yeah. and take them off. She's really good at that. Yeah. I just watch in 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 awe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know. You don't you you don't have choices in this kind of matter, so I guess so. There it is. <laughs> well, it's got to see you alive at least, Barely. and we can actually and we can actually you know record this goddamn show that we've been neglecting <laughs> for so long. Again, thank you folks right. for uh, for your patience. And if you guys were worried, hey, we're here, we're here. We're just not recording podcasts. That's all. Listening to plenty of music. Dear oh God. my God, so much music, and also it was all making music. What? Some of us are making music. Who? You? Not me. I'm listening to music <laughs> that people I know make. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Me too, Mike. And I told you about that new artist that we'll talk about. Oh, sure. Yeah. We'll go we'll, we'll get to that in the in the second <laughs> half of the show. But but folks, uh, one of the reasons why we're here today, uh, we meant to do this a couple of weeks ago, but by gum, Adam is Putting, watching his wife put snow chains on over and over or, or watching her get older with her birthday or watching Super Bowls. I don't know what he does. He doesn't really talk to me much. <laughs> Mike had the best Super Bowl experience of his life watching Mahomes mm. do his thing. I mean, like mm. you, as a Mahomes, Mahomes. fan, you must have just been like, wow, isn't it great that my quarterback is literally like like a not even a, a human being mm-hmm. he just exa- he just knows how everything is going to happen and nothing ever stops him and everything is perfect in his life mm-hmm. so you know i'm 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 sure you adjacent from that must feel pretty good i do and <laughs> and, and like you told me many years ago we as bystanders get to take some of the credit for the right. wins that happen so i feel good <laughs> That my Kansas City Chiefs and all that yes. I've done for them this past season has finally yes. paid off. Yes. You traveled <laughs> to Kansas City. You bought season tickets. Mm-hmm. You lived out your dream of all that. <laughs> I've, I was in the same place that Mahomes was, man. The same place. Well, at least like you were at the stadium that he's played at three times. True. Yes. That too. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, but someday you'll get great. those. you'll get those season tickets. And mm-hmm. uh, travel out there eight yeah. times a year. <laughs> one 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 day, yeah. It's funny too because like the next day after Super Bowl or Super Bowl Monday, I suppose. Like I had a you know I I, I do like weekly touch base meetings with my new boss, and uh, you know she's a big fan of Kansas City because apparently she went to the same college as a uh, Mr. Mahomes. Mm. So she's very invested in his career. Yes, but you said she didn't go there when he was there, right? No, she's not she's an older old. woman. Yeah, yeah, she's not twenty seven okay. years old. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that must have been interesting. But yeah. cool. Well, congrats to Mahomes and May. I'm trying. I'm trying to do the math. Like when when Aaron Rodgers finally started taking dumps on his seasons. Mm-hmm. Like it's only been in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So Mahomes, like Aaron Rodgers, is thirty nine this year. Mahomes is twenty seven. So mm-hmm. Mahomes only has like ten more years. That's true. Being, of being a great quarterback of num- um, being before n- be- number one villain because the bad band is out maybe potentially i don't know <laughs> right like we got rid of brady finally took all those years 20 something years mm-hmm. so only 10 only 10 more years of mahomes mm-hmm. and then and then the chargers will have a chance to reclaim <laughs> that division once again yeah. it could I, I'll, I'll i'll be there right next i'll be there right next to you buddy the whole the whole journey 
<laughs> whatever you need. Wiping away that that Mahomes retirement tier <laughs> when he finally fades off into the sunset with Super Bowl number eight. You know, mm-hmm. he breaks the all-time record. Yeah. Um, when he goes to the Hall of Fame and gets his his gold jacket, mm-hmm. he'll be there in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, uh-huh. wiping away the tear like you. And he he's still wearing he's still wearing those gigantic headbands <laughs> that are, that barely qualifies as a hat. <laughs> hey, whatever works for him, you know. Wasn't there just, something about State just, Farm? Oh, um, what about they they uh they were sponsoring something this year? I think it was the halftime show. And as you know, this Mahomes past one? is yes, and I and Mahomes is you know Mr. State Farm now that they've cut ties with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, cool. Finally, so you know that, and then so like he was just energized after rihanna's performance oh yeah the healing power of rihanna we uh, yes. we were all waiting for it we knew that after the second half uh we knew that after the first half it ended that like the entire stadium players fans support staff the 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 yes. the, the people the, in the the food industry up up in the rafters whatever man like, they were yes. all gonna have their second wind yes puffy jackets puffy jackets galore <laughs> pregnant what we bellies was- for all what do we say was the jacket budget <laughs> yeah was the jacket budget more that's like a than... 300 300 jacket to wear in 72 degree arizona weather right yeah so i think we were we were planning like okay so we'll think about the lowest paying player at the super bowl that day yes right whatever that estimated whatever their estimated salary for the year was is the jacket budget just for the super bowl halftime show for that day more or less than that Man. lowest playing players salary I, w- I was going with lower because there was at least i was saying like 100 dancers yeah at 300 bucks a pop for a jacket okay so that's three hundred thousand dollars. that's a lot of jackets that's a lot of jackets yes <laughs> so, and we we looked up that the minimum wage for football player is seven hundred thousand dollars a year okay is, you know pitily i mean who can live on that Okay, it's, and that and that that player is definitely not playing at the Super Bowl that day, right? He's yeah. on the sidelines, but if he's on the Chiefs, he also walked home with like an extra whatever their bonus yeah. is for winning the Super Bowl. It didn't even put his shoes on, right? That day, yeah. <laughs> Back in the eighties, you would get like fifteen thousand dollars for winning the Super Bowl as a bonus. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that would be now? Like I don't know, one point seven million, I think. And you get to take home one of the halftime show jackets. Yes, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not going to keep it. Like they, they got another no, gig to get to. They just they just went into the the the, the laundry bin with yeah. the players' jerseys. Yeah, all all the losing teams' jerseys. Those mm-hmm. halftime jackets got sent away to you know that South African country. Countries. Yeah, with like the, we found out. Right with the <laughs> Eagles Super Bowl champion shirts and the hats. Yeah. Yes, wasn't that a bizarre article? Because they were like, we don't want to tell you exactly which countries. Like, oh yeah. Well, you know, you don't want people like <laughs> tracking it down and bidding on them or, you know, something Why? like that, right? You think I don't you know. Would. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you don't, want to, dis- you, don't want to, you don't want to disrupt history, man. You don't want people out there like with I guess not. Super Bowl winners, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles shirts, you know? It's a space-time continuum, you know, chasm <laughs> yeah. that, that exists somewhere. But I'm sure those people in the third world countries aren't like, oh, man, I was going to be naked. But luckily, I have Super Bowl 57 <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles champion shirt now to go with my Super Bowl 29 San Diego Chargers. Exactly. Shirt. <laughs> it's starting to get a little raggedy. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I don't get it. I think they need to not have that stuff so readily available right after the game. <laughs> it's like you can have 
you can have all of the printing stuff ready to go. Yeah. And then as soon as the game's over, just okay, now we hit click the, button. the button to start manufacturing. Yeah. And it can be out within the next day. You yeah, know, we don't we don't need it for the fucking post game show to see Mahomes wearing a champion hat, trying his best to put all of his poofy hair into that tiny little brimmed hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Poofing out the side. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm sure he makes it work somehow. But yeah, he's a professional. He's a consummate professional. He practices this. I mean, this is part of their off season training. It's like, how yeah. do you put on the championship hat quickly? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to practice his quarterbacking. He's already perfected no. that. Yeah. Right. So he, he just set out practice. A magician. And just, yeah. And just sit on the sidelines <laughs> and just practice putting on, practice tucking in his large quaff of hair into this <laughs> tiny little hat. And arguing with his coaches when they tell him you should sit out. And he's just like, no, 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 I got this. And then I'm going to go win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's this is basic human things that happen to a normal human person. Yeah. I mean, every time the camera cut to the Chiefs coach, he's calm as a cucumber every time because he knows mm-hmm. Mahomes got this, dude. He's not even, he's doing Sudoku puzzles. He's not right. even like looking at plays. I know. He's <laughs> he's thinking about the next guy he's going to draw a mustache on. When yeah, exactly. I mean, they have like such great rapport with each other. Exactly. So I hope, I hope they're, they're just happy forever. <laughs> Adam, I'm happy what? forever because Who? as we've all know... <laughs> <laughs> your boy mike has won some bets not all a the bets bet. yes he uh, he won a bet uh this past 2022 season and uh, i feel i feel like i need to apologize for that joke i made yesterday with our friends and my wife when i said we were talking about the bets and who's won and who's lost and then i mm-hmm. said and mike keeps on changing the rules every year so that he <laughs> <laughs> you were so upset like he he let out a fuck you that was so like, like the neighbors got that. upset yeah like he saved he saves it for donald trump and then for me in that moment like yeah it was just yeah like, fuck you adam fuck you <laughs> dude i, I like, take I these bets apologize. very seriously man the integrity <laughs> of these bets i take them very seriously because for moments like this where your boy adam I, I and i must say thank you adam for not only you know being true to your bets but going above and beyond I know. folks if you don't remember your boy adam was supposed to record one song you know pending mike's approval that like oh yeah yeah like you know as long as like there's no snarkiness or it's you know it's insincere or whatever then you have to start over again no 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 your boy adam he recorded three songs three songs because i thought i thought mike would disapprove of two or three of them <laughs> now so we will get to sure. some we will get to something there is a line in one of the songs that uh i gave you a yellow flag on yes but uh after after upon review you know me and the rest rest of the referees right. we, we we took a look at the song and we we, we determined that the, that the lyric was not in um in uh in poor taste you right. weren't trying to disparage right. me you just you were just stating a fact and in yes. fact in, in the context of the line it, it was actually a good thing because like there you go the person in question was like oh it doesn't matter that mike is growing bald but we'll get to that right right <laughs> that was what you said you know like uh, illegal use of 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 metaphor yeah five yard penalty mm-hmm. yes fisting fisting <laughs> oh fisting <laughs> fisting yeah first down <laughs> illegal use of hands <laughs> so uh you know as, as promised once those were recorded and produced uh we were going to share those with the listeners well we were going to share one but yes. we're going to share all three of them today with the I listeners. think so I, want, I, I, I think so but 
because I, I don't want to drag, drag this out. We never sure, know sure. when we're going to record again. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to record again in six weeks. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> we have another greatest song in the world coming up. I'm excited for it. That's true. Kind of yes. <laughs> so, um, but I figured we just like, because I was thinking you could listen to it and 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 disapprove of the first one. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we'll have a second one ready to go. Here Correct. Go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, you know, luckily, Adam, you know, man of his word, he he stayed true to the bets. You know, the bets are all in good fun anyway. So uh, I've got all three of them all queued up. So we, I figured we're let gonna, me share them. Oh, go ahead. And we're going to dissect them. After yes. Each song, like you know, and then we'll, we'll we'll play the one after that. So, do we want to do this the same way that we do our greatest song in the year? Or, I'm sorry, greatest song of all time, where we play the song for the audience and then play the song again while we do the comment color commentary over it. I, I don't think we need to play it again. I'm pretty familiar okay. with it, unless you want to hear it again. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I've I've heard it plenty. I did the editing. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> but so uh, I think I'm ready to 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 tear it apart. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> piece That's... by piece. So, folks, without further ado, oh, and I guess maybe we should preface this too. All, all of these are parody songs, like famous parody artist Weird Al Yankovic, uh, and these are based off of very famous Disney jingles. Uh, the first one here is uh, based off of the 1992, right? Yes. 1992 film Aladdin, uh, for Aladdin. yeah, Aladdin, which was one of my favorite songs, one one of the catchiest songs from that movie. One jump ahead. This is one jump ahead. Re reprise. There is a reprise of that song in that film, but uh, here's Adam's version of a one jump ahead. <laughs> and he's gonna try his best to like not like giggle oneself too much, right? If I can. <laughs> I haven't heard the remastered version yet. One jump ahead of the breadline, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only songs I can't afford, and that's all of them. One jump so immediately, right there, like, it's a song about, like, my pirating skills. Yes. It's beautiful. Take that. Try a different tact, guys. When has that ever happened? Has, 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 has anybody ever caught me at him? I don't think so. I don't think so. True, true. <laughs> no yellow flag on that. That's just a fact. I live in Paris. There, that, oh, that's a joke. Yes. Good joke. Take a stroll around the block. Stop thief, vandal, outrage, scandal. Let's not be too hasty. Still, I think he's rather tasty. Re- really good, really good voice there. Oh, I should, I should let you all know that Adam did this in two takes. <laughs> two takes. <laughs> But I practiced so yeah. much. <clears throat> one jump ahead of the FBI, one hit ahead of the hump, one trick ahead of disaster. They're quick, but I'm much faster. Here goes, better throw my hand in, wish me happy landing. All I gotta do is jump. <laughs> well, you play know. me off, Bernie. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well. And for those of you who don't know, Mike has been 
like singing that song on and off throughout <laughs> our friendship. Yeah. And he has like the, the most animated mannerisms about I it. am Aladdin. Right. And the in the live action, we really wanted him to play Aladdin. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like he could have done it. He could have done it, at least in the in the stage version, the film version, whatever. I mean, yeah. By the time the Guy Ritchie version came out, I was a little aged out of the role. That's what they told me. And I didn't have good chemistry with uh, Will Smith. Oh, he yes. just wanted to slap me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Making fun of his wife's alopecia. He just wanted to slap me. Making fun of her previous musical projects? Because you've oh. been an apologist for those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I never but... heard them. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. T- tell me a little bit about uh, uh, about this song. So with this song, I mean, we knew, again, co- co-written. With my with my lovely wife who drags yes. me to vacations I don't want to go on, and um, also very much rooting for you to lose the 2022. Yes, season. all year long, all year long she was saying like, "Oh man, should do like a parody of this song, of that song," and like we'd just be driving, and I'd just be like, "Why do you want me to lose so badly?" This is exactly <laughs> what our relationship is. Is you does she not me want bread badly? She didn't want any bread. She just wanted me to lose, which says a lot. <laughs> about where marriage is after 17 years you guys should see somebody <laughs> she just walked <laughs> um so it was very much a i mean back when you were poor i mean we got to look at it from <laughs> from the goggles of i know of your now old, i'm making like 67 cents an hour now man mm. so i mean so i mean street rat was like what how my wife and i would talk about mike when he wasn't around it was always like you're gonna go podcast with the street rat i sure am i love that street rat he sure is a great guy he is part of gold i hope i hope part of gold street rat (laughs) (laughs) just like the movie a heart of a street rat with a heart of gold yes so you know but what does mike steal mike steals internet things so <laughs> and i've gotten very very good at it over crafty the even. course of my many years on the internet the amount of time that he like spends with with uh prostitutes to talk about it is like mind-blowing so i mean with like <laughs> aladdin and mike the same person practically pretty much way. so but only they look closer <laughs> But there wasn't a lot of change from the original. Even mm. non nom de plume is in the original song. Yes. But why? They're in Arabia and he's speaking English without an accent. Well, I I, I do have like outside of the context of this song, I do have this prevailing theory that Aladdin actually takes place in a far post-apocalyptic future when the world has started to rebuild itself. There's only oh. like passing references to like Islam okay. and like and like Muslim language and stuff like that. Because you it. even hear the the um, Jasmine's dad once in the film, she goes like, oh, oh, praise Allah and stuff like that. You know, people yes. say that now like, oh my God, right? So, right. And there's That's only, like, which is why the genie, even though he said he's been trapped in the lamp for like 10,000 years, he knows Jack Nicholson, he knows... <laughs> emo phillips and he knows like all of these modern day references groucho marx Marx. modern day references yes (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ arsenio hall remember exactly (laughs) and if you Um, even fast forward to aladdin 3 the prince of or the prince of thieves the king of thieves or whatever like uh the genie knows robin williams movies references too which is a ultra ultra meta (laughs) So yeah, we didn't need 
I mean, Don and I didn't need to change too much because we were like, this song is Mike. Let's just switch out, you know, stealing to eat from to stealing to in, to consume internet files. Yes. Both you of you know, guys have very easy. much benefited from my uh, internet savviness, we'll just call it. Yes. TV shows, music, film, podcasts, audiobooks, you name it. Exactly. And, you know, connections to arabian prostitutes i mean exactly it's all, it's all there it's all there thankfully <laughs> <laughs> i know and you know all those references to the fbi catching me it has nothing to do with the piracy it, it really is no. like the, the sex trafficking yes of course <laughs> always taking them across state lines and whatnot so um but but you but you you liked it you liked I it? loved you i loved it i loved it i, I didn't know what to expect uh you know because i i gave no direction uh, other than the you know the, the lyrics have to be sincere they have to not have snarkiness or um you know I irony or anything like that so yeah it, it felt like a nice little uh homage and almost a thank you to be like hey mike all this music that i'm into now it all started because you got me into this music through yes ethic ethically ambiguous, ambiguous means right yes ethically which is fine because because I, I needed I, I needed somebody to do that i wasn't going to figure it out <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and it helped Absolutely. so um so okay so we got we got the next one here yeah next song here uh you know so you you told me which songs that you needed uh karaoke versions of speaking of piracy <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, so so i got karaoke versions of three songs uh you know the first one of course was uh one step ahead the next one, uh, probably one of the most beautiful Disney songs I think that's ever been written. It is the title track off of the 94, I think. I, I think it was 92 as well, wasn't it? 91? Mm. It was either 91 or 92. Uh, the, the title track, Only Beauty the and the Beast. Existed. Uh, you know, we're using the internet for other things, man, like stealing music. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, th this is a this is a non Angela Lansbury version of Beauty and the Beast. And uh, do you want to preface this song uh, by 1991? Letting... By the way, ah, 91. Perfect. Um, so when I was working on this and practicing it, I karaokeed the Peebo Bryson other lady oh, right. duet yeah, version, the one that plays which... during the credits. Which has like a musical break in there for about 30 minutes, 30 mm -hmm. seconds, I mean. Um, so when I practiced this, I I improved a lot of like spoken word RB kind of stuff, mm -hmm. a la Boys to Men. And it was about, you know, the 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 theme of the song, you know, you talking. Um I wish I could have used some of that, mm. but we didn't end up with that karaoke version, unfortunately. That's okay. <laughs> the creators, the Zack Snyder's Justice League creators intent version of that song. Maybe it will come yes. at some point in the future. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> Get it trending on Twitter, everybody. We need your help. <laughs> All right, so should we just get started and uh, play the song then? I'm ready. All right, this is the non-Angela Lands. Go ahead. The, the last one, uh, production-wise, sounded good. I yeah. Was, uh, I hadn't heard the finished version yet. Oh yeah, this is this is and and this is Adam's first time hearing all of these, by the way. So, um, yes. yeah, and I you know I did uh, I did the production of these over the course of like last week or and a half or whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah, I, I'm proud of how all these turned out too. And I must say, this one my favorite of the three. Uh, oh, but, uh, okay. yeah, 
the subject matter is also something that's very important to me as well. So let's get started. <laughs> this is the non-Angela Lansbury version of the song Beauty and the Beast. Always chokes me up that like first little flute part of the intro. Oh. A piccolo. Oh, it's it is a piccolo, yeah. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Sounds like one. Chills already. Already. What's gonna happen? I don't even know. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Just as good as the original. <laughs> Angela Lansbury would be proud of you. <laughs> even friends, then somebody sends an email. We <laughs> just a swipe left there. Small to say the least. <laughs> Both a little scared. Neither one is paired. Erica and the Beast. Oh, that's me, the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Angela. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tell you, she's be, she'd be proud of you. Ever as before, and ever just as sure, as long as there's Wi Fi. As old as time, tune as old as song. Sweet and strange enough about Mike's mange. There it is. Yellow flag. Talking about my wife's buns? Rising in the Oh, bread. Bread, yes. The bread I'm not eating this year. Erica and the Oh, beautiful. My favorite part right here. <laughs> so you actually stopped recording, so I added this part. Erica and the Beast. So I just I just copied and pasted that oh. from a previous take, and I did that delayed. The Beast. Yes. It's beautiful. I let you needed that little you needed that little outro over there. So beautiful, beautiful Adam. I should have, Love I should it. have added in a. Let's go to bed now, Chip. <laughs> it's way past your bedtime. Oh, <laughs> I want to bed. Let's go Aww. to bed, Mike. Oh, I want to have sex with my wife. Sorry, Mike. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love it. You have, so if... you have editing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So if, for those of you who don't know, my wife and I met uh, because of Twit uh, because of Tinder, not Twitter, uh, because of Tinder. Uh, so I was on Tinder. Just the most rotten luck. Just nothing but bots out there right. and women who were uninterested. And it's perfectly fine, right? You, I don't have to be everyone's type. But, uh, you know, I, I come across this beautiful young lady. And I'm, and uh, actually, I should tell this story uh, before Adam talks about the song. So, um, you know, I, I come across this profile of this beautiful young woman who lives nearby. Never seen her before. She's the first time she's ever popped up on my Tinder feed. And because I was, like, sad scrolling one one afternoon, I accidentally super liked uh, a woman I, w I didn't mean to super like, and that's when you swipe up. And I had I was I had a free account, so you only get one of those a day. So I was like, oh fuck, like this girl wasted Erica, it. I fucking wasted it. And I was actually nervous because like 
and I don't want to sound like mean or shallow or anything, but like I wasn't like super physically attracted to that girl. So I, I like I, I was like kind of hoping like, oh God, I hope she never <laughs> sees that. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, so oh thankfully she never answered me back. So that's good. So I was like, okay, well, this girl Erica, she's really pretty. She seems really interested. She doesn't look like she's a bot. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my phone to sleep. I'm going to stay on her page, put my phone to sleep, and I'm just going to leave my phone there for 24 hours until this super like refreshes. And I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't touch my phone for a whole day. Damn it. She's some other guy is going to sweep in and steal her away. Mm -hmm. How long and has then, she been on Tinder? Oh, like same amount of time as you probably. No, she, she was only on it for a couple of weeks, which is why I'd never seen her before. Oh. So, uh, so anyway. Okay. So of course you were worried that she was going to get swiped up. Oh yeah. That's Tinder. Like she's like, Oh, I'm getting married to this guy. Got to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that guy's best friend was going to write a, a dopey little song like this too. But anyway, <laughs> no, but like from what she, from what she's told me, like, you know, even just on the little, uh, cause you, you got to imagine like on Tinder, like women's experiences are much different than men, right? They're constantly just like, Oh, like, 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 and dick, pick, dick, pick, dick, pick. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Dick, so dick, 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 murder, murder, murder. Yeah, all that. Kind yeah, of constantly. Yeah. So like, she, same thing happened to her. Like, she got like a lot of attention and stuff. And you know, she's like really pretty and stuff like that. So you got to imagine. So anyway, like, I, I left it there for a day. Thankfully, I didn't think this was gonna work. When I opened my phone back, twenty four hours again a, a day, the Tinder was still on her profile, and I tried the swipe up, and it worked. So two days later, I get a message back from her, and it says like, "Oh, hey, I, you know, blah blah, you know." I saw that you super liked me and blah, blah, blah. Can't help but notice. Can't, Can't help but notice, notice that you super liked. No, that's never happened to me before. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> well, it's, it's never happened. Am I right? <laughs> well, it's never happened to her before. Nobody's super oh, liked her. Okay. But uh, but yeah, oh, okay, and, okay. and now she's my wife. So yeah, dreams do come true. Anyway, Adam, you wrote yes. a beautiful song <laughs> about us meeting over the internet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and I'm, you know, obviously beast mode that you were in at the time, you were not the happiest of men in 2016, prior to that super like, so you know, it kind of worked. It, it was yeah. just like, she's Erica, and you're the beast that nobody <laughs> will ever love. And you're so filled with rage and anger. Because you stuck that way forever. A beast. Yes. A beast. <laughs> and then it just it just worked out. You know, and so we, we and then we got you got to throw in just a little bit about the mange, you know, doesn't that work? You monster, <laughs> <laughs> yellow yellow flag, not not, not yellow, red carded. Yeah, again, yellow flag. You was you weren't you weren't insulting the fact that I'm so losing my hair. Enough about it. We let it go because hair is only here with us for yes, so long. Yes, yes. My 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 wife loves me despite the fact that I you know I don't have as much hair as when we first met. Right. So that's that that was the intent behind the line. So I decided I mean, to let that one go. Says, as my daughter says, why doesn't he just grow it? Then he would have more hair. That's true. Why didn't I think of that? You keep on you keep on cutting it short and then putting beanies over it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I guess I just need her opinion this for, from now on. I, I never thought about that. Thank exactly. you, Adam's eldest. <laughs> exactly. That's so what yeah, she but, says to me. Yeah. Be beautiful, beautiful song. I, I I love it. I love your I, I love your twists on the words. I, I, I love that it's about me and my beautiful wife. Uh, so let's move on now, shall we? And buns in the yeast. I mean, like Don and I had a full on fight about that. I mean, we nearly divorced because she wanted mm -hmm. me to just keep it, keep it the, the normal, the normal Pure. words. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, but that's not funny. She's like, but it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a serious love song about how much Mike and Erica love each other. And I was like, but but Mike likes to make bread. She's like, I don't give a fuck about his bread. I'm not eating his bread. Therefore, you're a loser. 
and you need to keep the song the way it's supposed to be. And so, I mean, it's just like, it went on from there. Adam, do we need to take this conversation <laughs> off air? <laughs> yeah, your wife heard she, that. <laughs> she was behind me the whole time. I mean, do we need to take this conversation off air? <laughs> I, I had a record on my phone. I've listened to it like eight times. Okay, but anyway, right. I sung it and I think it was a good, a, a good twist. Yeah, and it, and it adds a little bit of levity to the song. I like it. Exactly. Very good. All right, we got one more to go before we talk about music that other people have made. Uh, but uh, this is an, yet another Disney cover. Uh, beautiful song from, I, th- I think it's like the highlight song from the 1989 film, The Little Mermaid, uh, which is, a, of so. course, about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's but, why we also wrote it. We knew you had the backstory of being a very... Um, curious curious young sexy teenager yeah (laughs) curious young redheaded uh merman yeah very true (laughs) um and so i just knew i mean uh, under the sea doesn't really doesn't really like scream mike no you know but part of your world Mm. was always the song was like man mike always wanted to be part of a different world Ah, sometimes oh. I sometimes I sought out other worlds, other experiences, so to speak, to varying degrees of luck. But yes, this new year has brought new experiences into my life, and I think Correct. the timing was perfect for what you ended up uh, writing for this song here. So this is Adam's rendition of "Part of Your World," which he has titled "Part of Your Firm." Maybe they're right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. I just don't see how a company that makes such wonderful things could be bad. Look at this job. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my job search is complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the boy, the boy who has everything? Look at this task, directions untold. How many shit tasks can one career hold? Looking around here, you'd think, sure. He's got a good thing. I've got details and stresses aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want lost paychecks? I got 20. It was only two, Adam. No, that we know of. (laughs) I want more. (laughs) Really good sustained note, too. I was really impressed. I practiced a lot. In another job. I want to see, want to see I'm filing, walking around with that, what do you call it again? Oh yes, money. Maybe someday, maybe someday. Still waiting on that. Better jobs are required for high pay accomplishment, want to work somewhere with, what's that word again? Ah yes, growth. Up where there's doors, up where there windows, see clouds and sun. Working ain't free. Wish I could be part of your firm. What would I give if I could have back my old office? To this day, I still miss my office. Would keep my landlord out of sight. Ah, your landlord. Fascinating man. They understand. Bet they don't reprimand their HRs. Bright employee, sick of folding, ready to quit. 
ready to go out on interviews. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's Excel? And why does it? What's the word? Sort. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love? Love a job where I could move up out of staples. And that's too much information right there. Be <laughs> part of your fun. There's a little cameo from Mike coming up here. <laughs> this is my Axel Rose impression. Yeah, you can hear me like laughing and giving him a big old hug right over here. <laughs> Adam, you did a fantastic job with all three of these songs. I am very it was it was a journey. It was quite the journey. That song got stuck in my head. I can't oh, sing really? the original. I can't sing the original anymore. <laughs> I know. These are like the, the these are like the new canon versions now in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gotta stay this way forever. Um and you know, like I, I, I would have changed a lot more words and and gone even deeper, but you know, my co-writer reeled me in, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's okay. Do you have that's any okay. uh, lines that like stood out to you that like didn't make the song? Do you remember at all? Oh, I. Well, no, because like we wrote this, and I wanted to keep on going and going, and she was oh just sure like, no no leave it the way it is. Like for some reason, she doesn't get that like. A parody is supposed to be completely different. But anyway, yeah. enough about her and her glory. Yeah, maybe we should add her to the draft next year and then see. I know. <laughs> make her write some songs herself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure she would have a great time. But it was still a f- pleasurable experience. Yeah. And it was a pleasurable experience, like, listening to it. I know we we intended to, like, somehow get, like, my reaction there and and we did record it but like the audio quality for that is like very bad and like because we just did it on my phone and it was sitting on your bed and like i, I right. you know, recorded your demo session of it so like yeah we're not going to share that i think this is plenty good i hope so i yeah. hope so and if we need to i don't know play them again in the future i guess we can if the masses demand demand it <laughs> i do have the audio files too so like i'm still you know uh, I, don't, I don't know if it, yeah, if, if if anybody, especially on Discord, wants to hear them, I'll just pop them into Discord. That way, you guys can hear like the un, the non commentary versions of them. If you're if you're interested, <laughs> I have them ready for you guys. But again, thank you, Adam, for making for for you know for for cashing in and for going above and beyond too. You didn't have to do the three songs. Like the one song was plenty, but like that's awesome, man. No problem. Like I said, I didn't think you'd you'd approve. I was I was nervous. You'd be like, mm-hmm. no, it's too snarky. <laughs> no, I don't think there was anything snarky about any of that. I mean, like you're okay. Even that last song, it's like, okay, well, you you're not making fun, but you're making light of like my previous Which job, I suppose. You, and you did not like it, right? Yeah, bright and that's employee, not... bright employee, sick of folding. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, unfortunately, nobody's going to get that joke because you haven't told everybody. Uh, True what your job duties were yeah uh, it involved a lot of folding of papers all my new hr <laughs> fold yeah my new hr duties for my now previous job yeah wow <laughs> here's a raise mike and now i want you to fold this fit five hundred thousand yeah know, flyers 
Exactly. So like Enjoy. if anybody wants to challenge me in a tri-folding contest, I'll beat the <laughs> fuck out of you. Like you you don't stand a fucking chance against me. I have gotten good. so good at tri-folds. <laughs> I don't even try it. Like I used to fight with him on this. Mm -hmm. I used to have I have competitions all the time. Yeah. I'm like, that's it. You're too good. He's given up. Yeah. I've He's scared him up. off. <laughs> I know. So anyway, that'll be for our next podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> audio uh, paper folding <laughs> hey we're on we're on zoom now we can at least like see each other and check each other's progress and stuff like that exactly so good to go exactly adam enough about music you made let's talk about okay. music that <clears throat> other people have made god damn it's been like three weeks since we've talked about any of fucking music at all i know so can you bring up your your spreadsheet so i can yeah so sure. i can see it that way i don't miss anything yeah absolutely <laughs> The couple that uh, you, um, you know, listen. I, no, wait. You listened to the same thing that I did, right? Mostly, yes. Okay. Yeah, everything highlighted here is what I listened to over the last uh, three weeks. Okay. Yes, we last spoke of the artist in the ambulance revisited, which I realized counts for points for you technically. It right? does. They re-recorded that. That was it. That is yes. a reimagining yeah. album. I mean, some could argue it's just a live album as well, but we don't need to. I guess. Deep, deep dive into the making of this but whatever well i mean if you want to challenge it we do have uh, a a skinhead council that can That's help right. us with, with determine these things what the what the council says goals goes by the way i know it's true it's true but i don't think i'm gonna fight on it because i can probably go in and, and hear where there's like some layered vocals and studio things that were put in yeah so, I, it know. does you're you are you are right about like the audio quality of it though I, it does sound like if it wasn't a live recording, it's at least a not low effort, but a below studio standard effort of re-recording those songs. You got to imagine they know those songs at the back, at the back of their hand, right? So right. Dustin just probably just went in there, did one or two takes for the most part, and then did the <laughs> screaming. You know, yes, but he still did it, and the band, I assume, recorded all of the instruments separately, the way you make an album. Yeah, and they and they threw it together in a weekend. That's probably yep. all it took. <laughs> Probably, but it was a revisiting, a reimagining of uh, that previous album, and it does count for points. So, hey, yes. good for me. Good for ye. Now you're almost caught up to me. Almost. Yeah, I'm, really? I'm, I'm still far behind. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. The water parks. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we had some, uh, we had a big week uh, or uh, a big day on uh february 10th we had four four pretty big releases come out a lot of stuff that we Busy were day. highly day. anticipating and uh adam how'd that day go Whew. we were not happy oh we we're not happy at all Woof. i think the fact that i started listening to point noir and the hotelier mm. that same week helped a lot yes but uh as for 2023 releases, well, I mean, it's not terrible. No, I mean, nothing it's, here is bad, so to it's, speak. It's, it's bottom bottom 10 level stuff for me. Okay, all right. So, but again, the year is young. Again, you know, okay, the year is young. True. And maybe we aren't starting off on the on the right foot that I, that I was hoping definitely went into February 10th, like with a lot of hype, you know, we got the newest Paramore, like their back bait. No, I can't say back baby. That's not the right term. They're, they're back dot, 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 baby. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, they're back. Maybe they're, they're back. back maybe maybe. <laughs> they're back for some, 
there's some, but they they seem to be living it up, doing the 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 late night talk show thing. Oh, of course, Kimmel and all those other ones. And but yeah, this album. Let's talk about it. Um, this is why. So this is the long-awaited. I uh, mean, did you did you ever think that we'd get some more Paramore at some point? I, I kind of a thought that after after laughter, they were right. pretty was, much done. That was about five and a half years ago. I mean, yeah. five and a half years seems like an appropriate break for this band. So, I mean, but you know, you know, right. and, I, <laughs> and I thought Haley Williams was happy making music under her own name right and i guess we right. can kind of jump into this album right now but like this album does seem like an extension of her solo work it really does right it's definitely higher energy but if you're mm-hmm. gonna be on freaking when we were young tours you, you gotta get the band back together you know yeah you gotta get these guys to play this kind of music as opposed to her other solo album kind of music yeah and and call it paramore and you know there's there's a few good songs here yeah I like, yeah I like I, I liked four of them. Okay. Four out of do you, ten. Do you remember the do you remember the songs? I liked Turn Off the News. Okay. I that, liked that. Yeah, that was a single too. I think if if it wasn't the first single, no, the first single was a title track, I think. I think the news is yeah. the second one that came out. I, I think that song's all right. I mean, but it's 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 not great, but it's all right. I gave it a pass. And um the French one. I know uh, Dave put it on the uh you know, thanks. I hate it, but I I like that. Stay comme ça. Stay comme ça. Stay comme ça. Yes, I think it's ça. When when okay. it's a C with a little thing underneath, it's kind of pronounced like a S. I know. I know. I live in Paris, I, but I don't speak French. I'm sorry. I mean, it's it seems like a throwaway track, but I still found myself just like stay comme ça. Da, 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 la, yeah. la, la, la. So it's like it's not a song that would be on her solo album, unlike a couple others on here mm-hmm. um and then i liked you first and i liked figure eight which i thought were kind of cool songs yeah that's a that's about it yeah I'm, I'm 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 about right there with you i think the first half of the album starts off well enough and this is about what i was expecting as far as like tone wise and um stylistically as well especially you know going from after laughter to Haley williams mm-hmm. solo work and into this, you got to imagine all that kind of influence would blend into what Paramore would be at this iteration right. of their career. Um, it was less less eighties sounding than After Laughter was. Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah, a little a little influenced by bedroom pop with a little bit of like alternative pop rock flair. Um, there are there are some cool ideas in here, but I think the execution is just uh you know i can't say it's like not not great it's just not something that sticks with me i suppose no no and you know that's fine they're yeah. doing their thing they got a, a few kind of hit singles out of it i guess yeah yeah and they're and back on the on the tour circuit and making it seem like they're important again and having a good time so who are we to judge otherwise except it's not our thing yeah and i there's it's definitely a conscious effort i think even going back to 2013 with the with the was was that the self-titled album 2013 yes yeah so like even going back to that i think they were making a conscious effort to to step away from the the music that kind of made them famous uh and 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 that's perfectly fine too they want they want to make music for a different crowd 
that's that that's cool but i think this is so far removed from what i would want to keep continuing to listen to that like i don't know i i I guess i'm okay with just dropping it for the rest of the year pretty much yeah it it was it was good to revisit but not something i want to really go back to so yeah. when we didn't get to record last week when we were going to talk about these albums. Uh, I was just like, damn it. Now I got to re-listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> and no it wasn't, change. it wasn't, it wasn't as I guess grading uh, after taking a week off of it. So that was okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you get past the, the culture shock, I guess of it, of, of like, okay, well, okay, this is where Paramore is going. You can just kind of enjoy the songs for what they are really and just kind of pick out you know parts of the, this song or like yeah of the ones that you like so yeah i mean so your your mileage may vary if you haven't checked out this album yet um based on the spotify plays here i'm, I'm kind of guessing you've already heard this album if you're listening to this um <laughs> but uh yeah I, I i think just it just depends on like what type of pop music you like and if this falls in that bracket then hey i think this is going to be right up your alley if you're interested in it um, you know, speaking of albums from bands that have been away for quite a long time, yet another highly anticipated album long from long time. Good God, has it been a long time? <laughs> like these are nearly old... seven years. It's I know, nearly seven years since Pierce the Veil graced us with their jail baby presence. Absolutely, like they are. They are. They are <laughs> learned old men wearing like ranchero gear and big sombreros and ponchos oh. now. Like you are a racist man. whoa i didn't even go there <laughs> pierce the veil like they like like they like to introduce themselves out a bunch of mexicans from san diego yes but they weren't wearing ponchos and sombreros and eating bean burritos and man <laughs> wow mike you just like kept on going anyway <laughs> the jaws of life the newest album from pierce the veil again highly anticipated i am a big fan of their last album misadventures you know a lot more people are a little bit more nostalgic for their older stuff and i get it like this this is a band that like started off rough for me when i first started listening to them and then as their songwriting uh sensibilities started to grow and evolve then i started to become a bigger fan of their music and then i felt like misadventures was had some of the best songs that they've ever written uh so i'm excited that you know after taking so much time away they never like officially broke up or anything they just kind of stepped away from the limelight and um and all that kind of stuff and i figured that like oh with all this time away they must have all these cool ideas that they've been saving up for a new album <laughs> i come to find out oh sorry <laughs> i come to find out by coming across a little interview clip of one vic fuentes talking with that guy you don't like uh from youtube uh when punk rock mba yeah the punk rock mba guy um yes so sometime in 2022 one of their songs the the king and i i think whatever um that got super popular on tiktok so he was talking about that Isn't, moment. Is that the the Kellen Quinn? The Kellen Quinn song. One? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that Kellen song. This guy. Yeah, that one got that that song got super popular on TikTok, and it, and Vic talks about oh that, that kind of like took us by surprise. Like you know I I was just getting a bunch of like messages on social media like oh hey your song is like super popular now, and suddenly it became like one of the most popular songs on Spotify. So he makes an offhanded comment. This is like mid to late 2022. And he's like, but, so we didn't have anything written for the new album yet. <laughs> when, it when, all, when, the, when it that all, song got popular? Yeah. 
Like, okay, which was they, early 2018. Because they said that they were worried that, like, you know, people would come visit their page and they had no new music. And he made the offhand comment that, like, we hadn't even written a single song in the studio yet. Mm. And it maybe, all came maybe in together. Their garage. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But, like, it all, mm. this suddenly the album Jaws of Life made total sense to me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, when you, when you kick out Mikey for those reasons, um, you know, and then you listen to this album and you realize, like, I feel like the drums are missing something greatly from this band. But they brought in, you know, the hard-hitting Brad Hargreaves, who <laughs> is made famous from Third Eye Blind. Third Eye oh. Blind's own Brad Hargreaves. Wow. Plays drums on this album. Why? Why, Mike? Why is Third Eye Blind drummer in this band now? Because <laughs> he had a musician. Because he had a lapse in his schedule i don't know i know bizarre <laughs> but anyway yeah this album's really rough and again after taking a week off from it and re-listening to it again i didn't dislike it as much mm. but it's exactly what i was expecting unfortunately Ooh, okay Where, like i mean collide with the sky is still like a pretty good album i wouldn't say it's anything great but it's the best one they did Misadventures mm-hmm. was a slight step down. I felt, mm-hmm. and then this one is just like this. Feels like a completely <laughs> different band. Like completely different band. And that's why, like, the, like okay, we don't need fans anymore. Goodbye, <laughs> old fans. <laughs> and that's exactly where this band went. Here's a bunch of slow, boring songs. I gotta say spent though, a lot of time on. I assume Pass the Nirvana. I think is a very, a very that's, good song. That's a good song, and I never listened to it prior to the to the album. Yeah, so that's fine. Looks like it was co-written by Morrissey. What? Really? <laughs> no way. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry, Pat Morrissey. I, I don't know if that's the K-Mart, Morrissey. Kmart brand Morrissey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had, it said Morrissey as one of the co-writers. I was like, wait a minute, that can't be right. But nobody else, um, in the band wrote that song with vic he's got mm. some outside people there so um yeah this is this is a bizarre album um i like past the nirvana i like so far so fake that reminded me of some good songs that they've done in the past mm. but that's about it and there is a ton of songwriters on here including mike fuentes on track seven uh you gotta imagine the he... empire yeah, you got to imagine some of these were like ideas from back when he was in the band. So, you know, it is mm-hmm. what it is. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm okay with putting this band like way out of my consciousness for a long time. Yeah. This, they need to take seven more years to release <laughs> another album. I mean, they're they're gone by that point. Pretty much. They, yeah. They Like this was, didn't this feel like the, okay, here's some music. Now leave us alone. We want to go not be musicians anymore kind of yeah what i i i now i'm starting to wonder like was this a contractual obligation type of album to get out of their fearless contract because they've been with fearless pretty much their entire career so i don't know what's going on with this album like it like i I can't imagine fearless being like hey take your time guys you six years six and a half years we don't need you to do anything else between now and then yeah so can't be the case yeah and, and you know from what i'm hearing too a lot of people aren't really feeling this album as well not just the people on our discord but yeah, i've been looking at uh other 
like forums and stuff as well. And for the most mm-hmm. part, like it, it's mostly mixed to negative from what I'm hearing with this album. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think just like with the Paramore album, like there's some good ideas in here. I just wish they would have really explored their talents as a band. Like the, the idea that like they can take cool little like Mexican guitars and just like throw that into like a cool guitar solo or take some of their influences as, you know, from growing up as, uh, you know, Latinos in Southern California and like incorporate that into like their alternative screamo type of sensibilities. Right. So, you know, the stuff that like really got them popular with like niche crowds in the scene, but this just seems like, I don't want to say poorly written because that's, that's a little too mean. It, it just seems like it's a little, yo, know, we just came in, we, we banged it out for like a couple hours and an album came out, you know? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what what they do in their downtime, but I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah, <laughs> that's There's, all I can kind of say with it. It's just a shame because you know we are looking forward to this album a lot, and like yeah, you hate to be let down. But um, mm-hmm. you know, Re- Rebecca Black let her let oh, her burn. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> like legit moving on. Uh, uh, Rebecca Black's surprisingly first full length album, Let Her Burn. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, what was your expectations going into this? I really didn't know because, I mean, the, the EP from last year, I, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think you guys, you you and Tom on Discord liked it more than I did. Absolutely. Like, I thought there were some good ideas there, but it wasn't like a, like, oh my God, this person is going to be, you know, the next big thing kind of thing. Because she already was back in 2009. Mm-hmm. But I... I so that that was my hype level of a well i'll give it a shot and then as soon as that first chorus hits on track one i was like i should not be listening to this album it's all just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ooh, this is like way pop um so i'm gonna give it a chance but at the same time i'm just like like i i, I saw a couple of her music videos with the sound off very sexually charged yes what the, there is no need for that right i mean this is that's it's such a look at me look at me look at me kind of thing and i don't give a shit <sighs> that she's like oh i'm just breaking away from what i was in the past kind of thing it was it was it seemed like a very try hard yeah i was gonna attention i was gonna say that, that too she, uh, okay good i was worried that you were gonna defend her and i was like damn it mike you're well, always pro big black aren't you you're always about <laughs> supporting the big black anyway. <laughs> no I, I i i admittedly though that's just the way it comes off to me I, I don't know anything about really her personal life other than like you know that we know that she got bullied off the internet many years ago um and so like, if, if this is legitimately her like expressing her sexuality and she's you know she's in her mid-20s now so you know that's just that's the time that people do that uh that it more power to her but again it just comes no, off as like I'm, I'm i'm past i'm past that as a human being now sure sure but anyway <laughs> no but like uh but my point is being is that like if this is her just her way of expressing her sexuality it will more power to her and from what we understand like she's not on a label this is all independently that is true done is true. so it's i don't feel like any record producers like, like hey you want to be a star don't you like i know that's very very true so it's all coming from her yeah which makes it even more unsettling right 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, there, you know, outside of like societal pressures that you know to for women, especially women musicians and women celebrities, to like use their bodies to gain notoriety and stuff. You know, outside of that, it's just it it takes away from the music right and yes unfortunately i don't feel like there was anything like super unique in here in and let her burn that uh that rebecca black was here ep from 2021 like kind of left off on so i i right. feel like that ep had like some cool unique ideas that made her stand yeah. out from her peers very much so yeah very much so and, and this, this one just, was just like here's 30 minutes of stuff that can be on TikTok while people work out in the background. Yeah. It, right. it just, it just seemed just kind of like music that like, if you hadn't told me who this was, I would have been like, I don't know, Dove Cameron, Ariana um, Grande, Ariana Grande. <laughs> like it just sounds like your basic pop stuff. That's just, and there's kind of so disposable. many, so, so many songwriters on this album. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, so she worked in producers as well, different producers for each track, pretty much. Mm -hmm here and there so it's it's a lot of work that went into this 30 minute album yeah um and there's there's a few hooks that catch your attention i'd say like three of these tracks i'm cool with yeah i like i like it doe eyed i like mm -hmm. misery loves company and i, I like the final track performer i think the conceptually mm. that song's pretty good i don't think the execution of that song is um, yeah. I, or I guess I should say I like the the I like the themes of that song more than I feel like the execution of that song. That one's like the one, one that like stood out to me the most. The rest of these are just like, yeah, anybody else. And right. I'm not putting her down or anything. I just think like, oh, any this sounds like anybody else could have written this. And she worked with so many different producers, so it's not like she produced it herself. But I'm listening to it and being like, man, if she had some really good producers, they probably could have like edited this thing differently, and it would have sounded mm -hmm. really cool. And I, and I hate when I go into that mode when I'm listening to music. I'm like, oh, I would have made this better by doing blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's just when you're working with a lot of producers and a lot of different songwriters, it could really go one of two ways. You know, it really could mm -hmm. work out well. We're like, okay, all the, the blending of all of these amazing ideas formed into one. It, it turned into something unique. Or it could just be like, hey, I, I had all these songs in my on my hard drive. Did you want mm -hmm. this one? You know, it's a, it, <laughs> right. I feel like that's kind of maybe where it was leaning for this album. Mm -hmm. So it's unfortunate that this, you know, again, was another disappointment exactly. for February 10th. So anyway, are you willing to on. give her another chance going forward? I don't, not really, mm. but we'll see. I mean, she'll probably reinvent her style for her next album in 2025. Yeah. Again, she's proven that she has yeah. like a unique voice, a unique perspective. Like, use that. You know, she doesn't need she doesn't well. need fucking advice there's from a, the two of us. But like, use a lot of a lot of production on those vocals. Sure, so, voice is a questionable word. No, I mean like <laughs> the, I mean like perspective and like the thematic perspective and and, and songwriting. Uh, yeah, not not like physical voice. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. So the so, last thing for okay. the last thing for the day, like I just you know going into February tenth, yeah, I kind of just found out about this one. Uh, but Rivals, who put out a uh, a pretty interesting album in twenty twenty one, Sad Looks Pretty on Me, uh, came yes. out with a new EP. They won't and had a had a really good album from twenty eighteen. Oh uh, yes, Damn Soul, which was a really good yes. album too. Good yeah, so, so uh, I was excited to hear this. I've been I've been looking up this band, being like, when are they going to have new stuff? And I hadn't heard of anything. And then all of a sudden, 
Mike just, I don't know, did you get the email from them? And No, I, I, I saw this <laughs> on our friend Thomas's uh, list of upcoming albums that he was interested in. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Tom. Thank you again. That should be the name of our podcast. Since thank yeah. you, Thomas. Thank you, <laughs> all of our listeners who do all this hard work for us so that we <laughs> yes. can focus on our careers and family. And we could have something kind of positive come out of february 10th because yeah ep was was pretty good pretty, pretty good. good it's a little short little four song 13 minute uh i guess 14 minutes uh ep the songs are pretty pretty good they're not gonna blow your mind uh but they're pretty good i didn't care for the first track but that was it yeah sure i <laughs> I, I i guess the second i guess the songs do get better and better as they yes. um as they go along but yeah, hey I, that, that the last track on there crap what was the, fuck, what was the dark name matter one? yeah what a good song that was yeah Man. definitely the highlight of so, that ep for sure um but uh, yeah this is a band that's continuing to stay on our radar and, and um i think there's i think this band has potential to you know be big at the forefront of our of our mind and our music tastes going forward so keep it up revels um so also that week i listened to point noir Ah, yes. I wanted to give you my two cents on that because I enjoyed it greatly. Please do. Um, the name of the album was, if you can help me out with that. <laughs> I'm looking. Because <laughs> they had a few a few other albums that uh, came before that. So which um, one did you listen to? It's called uh, Cuts. The one? Yeah, Cuts. the most recent one. Yes. So you listened to that one from oh, loved last it. year, I believe, right? Yeah, so this was a recent recommendation from one of our uh, listeners, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and uh, yeah, apparently he he just kind of came across it as well. Let, uh, you know, told told the rest of us over in Discord. I listened to it right away. I love the song that he posted. What a unique sounding, interesting blending of genres. It's exactly Excuse where me. where we wanted Boston Manor to go. Oh, like this is, yeah. This is a perfect follow-up to Welcome to the Neighborhood. If you enjoyed that album, this should be right up your alley. Absolutely. Um, it's it's dark. It's The guitar work on there is good. Like, oh, I, I kept so on good. thinking, like, this would be Boston Manor if they had a better guitar player. I yeah. think that was the only way I could describe them. And, dude, so, the um, atmosphere <laughs> is just oozingly good throughout the entire runtime of this uh, album cuts. Ugh. So good. Exactly. I'm skeptical to go into their three previous albums because they are very long. Yeah. But uh I might someday. But we'll just leave that open for but now. so far, yeah. Great um great first impression for this band that we missed out on last year. So I I do you think this would have made your top twenty at all? I, I gave it a seven out of nine. Mm. So whatever that would have been. It would have definitely been like a, a, a top twenty album for sure. Very good. Yeah, I think for sure this would have been this would have cracked my top twenty for sure too. So, yeah, very cool. Thank you again for that recommendation. Go check out Port Noir, uh, specifically the album Cuts from twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on uh, to the albums of February seventeenth uh, and eighteenth, uh, and I say eighteenth specifically for one guy. Um, I mean, I, I listened to Carousel Kings uh, Untitled Mixtape. This was a band that you checked out a couple of years ago. I can't remember when I listened to them originally. It was it either had 2020 to be around or... the time that um, their most recent album came out. That was 2019, and it wasn't that long ago. But whatever, it was either 2020 or 2021. Okay, they're all the same now. Um, but yes, Carousel Kings and me got off on the right foot. Mm. Um, they were 
they they have three really good albums. Don't bother listening to their first one. It's not so great. Mm. Um, but yes, Duality is really good with some great songs on it. Charm City is a top 100 album for me at this point of my life. That's a great one. Really good stuff. And then um, Plus Ultra from 2019 is also a really good album. It is a great album. So like, yes. Yeah, this band really snuck up on me well. And I was excited for the Untitled Mixtape. And so far, album of the year. Really? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, like not a big amount of change in their sound or anything, but there's some hooky stuff there. Every song has a, a guest vocalist or, you know, a featured artist on it. Yes. Um, I Rory Rodriguez came mm-hmm. coming in on it. Your boy, Rory. I did not care for that self. <laughs> much not not much at all really i don't think there's much here for me i feel like the it just sounds like a coasting album it's got a lot more interesting dynamics than everything else this year so i can enjoy it so the bar is low the bar bar was low (laughs) i enjoyed rory's track i think when he comes in on that on that bridge Mm -hmm. the song tragic just like whoa this is not what i was expecting it was almost like yeah. he just like showed up and and it was like i got i got somewhere to be so let me just belt this out real quick and then i'm going to take off but it, it was really good <laughs> yeah let me come and save this album for you <laughs> <laughs> um you got your 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 saxel rose mm. no that was an interesting cat that i had never heard of before but apparently he is a very cool looking gen z saxophone player yeah um there's not who, much there's not much here on Spotify about him. I know, but he's like a I'm assuming early 20s looking dude and he is wailing on that I don't know what type of saxophone it is, baritone maybe. Um so he's he's adding some cool elements into a couple of tracks there. Um I thought Disappear was a really good song. Um and yeah, 7 out of 10. I'm not saying it's great but it's the best album of the year so far. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what you expected from this band at this point, you think? Pretty much. I mean, obviously I was hoping for like a lot of cool dynamical changes, but then I just kept on thinking like they called it untitled mixtape. You're going to get a whole bunch of different sounding shit that got thrown together into 10 tracks. And I'm not going to like give too much more thought to it than that. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. I enjoyed seven of those tracks. That's yeah. kind of cool. That, that's cool. I'm, gl- I'm glad it was something of value to you. I, I didn't really find much my, for myself to enjoy. But I also, I went back and listened to those other three albums and reminded myself how much I enjoy this band. Cause I put them away for however long it's been. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, did I really enjoy that band that much? But when you listen to those other three albums, you're like, yeah, yeah, I did. So those are good albums. Me. That helped me jumping into this one. Absolutely. Uh, so for that same weekend too, kind of a slower weekend, but uh, uh, your, your boy Sonny Moore, Skrillex, just kind of popped in like a week before. It was like, hey, everybody, guess what? Hey. I'm back and I've got an album coming out. Here's a single. When's that album How coming long? out? Oh, next week. <laughs> How long has it been since he last had an album? So it's been a little while. Yeah. So when he put out like a full length album, he's always put out like EPs prior to that. Um, his last full length album was 2014. And prior to that, he had like a bunch of EPs called like Bangarang and, uh, and, and other stuff like that. Uh, prior to that, like even when like 
when he was first starting to put out music, like on MySpace still. Um, but so he took a long break. Like, I think he, he had like residency in, um, in, in Las Vegas as well, where he was putting on night, night, nightly dubstep shows. And then he just kind of went away from the limelight for quite a, kind of a long time. And uh, he shared yeah, in an interview. Since 2019. Yeah. It's like, and he shared in an interview that like, he just had like a lot of like mental health issues that he wanted to work on. He's also a multimillionaire. He can, he can, he doesn't have to work a day in his life ever for the rest of his life. Really? Um, but yeah, he, he just kind of a lot of singles in 2021 and 2023 already. Well, he's he's produced on those singles, so he's he's, he's he was still doing like production work, but he was never like doing like original music uh, for quite a long time, like mostly okay. since like 2014. Um, so yeah, so he stepped away from the limelight, wasn't really doing shows either. Um, he stepped, he I think he he con- he contracted out of his uh, residency as well. So just again, all of a sudden, Skrillex is like. Hey everybody, I'm back. Here's some music, uh, and you can and and I'm not, I'm not just gonna release one new album. I'm gonna release two. Uh, right, so I was gonna say there's two albums within yeah, one day of each other. Okay. Pretty much on February 17th, he released Quest for Fire, and on February 18th, he released Don't Get Too Close. So if you've listened to Skrillex's music before, you kind of know what you're getting into. It's 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 really dope ass fucking beats that are catchy as fuck. They'll get you but they'll get your head bobbing. This is really good music. If you want to drive, if you want to put something on in the background while you work at your new work from home job, uh, that's a very specific example. I don't know where is I would have got that from. <laughs> <laughs> is it all beats or are there lyrics? So all for both of these albums, every single song has um a, a collaborator and a new oh, guest vocalist. So th- yes. it's all lyrical stuff. So if you if because if if in the past you didn't really get into his music because it's just instrumental, this might be something that you're interested in going forward. But it is that kind of dubstep, very hip hop heavy. Um and because there's so many 45 different, minutes. Yeah. So it's not like super long either. Like her his music, even his EPs were like 40 minutes long back in the day. Okay. I was gonna say that seems long for dubstep, but I don't listen to dubstep, so I'm not sure. Yeah. And like I I don't listen to much dubstep either uh like skrillex is really like the only one i really follow because i don't really follow the genre but both of these complement each other really well there's like cool with the with the first track on each one they kind of mirror each other they're they're kind of related mm. um and yes yeah, it's, it's just really and cool pete wentz pete wentz 2005 is on this album so that's <laughs> you told actually me that. <laughs> a very interesting track because that's just yes. like a clip of a really shitty interviewer who was interviewing both <laughs> pete wentz and sonny moore in 2005 and just asking like, hey, from under the cork tree, you know, uh, made it to number six on Billboard. What are you guys going to do next? So both Pete and Sonny were like, hey, we're going to get girlfriends to go to Disneyland. This is like a <laughs> stupid fucking clip that leads into the next track. It's right. so stupid. It's 48 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So if you're going into both these albums or even just one expecting like, you know, it to, to change your mind and to to alter your perspective on art and music you're probably not going to get that but it's just a very enjoyable stuff you can listen to in the background or in your car or something and then don't get too close has a anthony green track oh yeah that song is really good so he he features on that song 3 a.m and it's very good Mm -hmm. so i i I just started listening to that one without reading who was featured in there because i figured i assumed it was just gonna be a bunch of people i didn't know like justin bieber's on one too uh so when i heard anthony green's voice on the song 3am on uh don't get too close 
super it, it, it perked my ears up like oh i know who this is and i, I immediately <laughs> opened up the app is that like, donovan oh, malero oh, this wait, is no, donovan it's... malero <laughs> interesting but it wasn't it wasn't all along yeah but is but you know we're, we're very hit and miss with anthony green true vocals at times so yeah lately he's been lately he's been on his apology tour so <laughs> that's right so that is interesting i i don't think i can listen to it because sure never been my thing yeah if I, it's not your thing i don't think this is going to change your mind but if again you just want something that's like you know awesome catchy music to listen to in the background while you do work or you, or you drive or you do something creative then like i think this this is this this is some good background noise which i think is diminishing it a little bit but like I, that's kind of how i feel about it okay so it might not be a top 10 album for you but probably not but like it'll get a it'll get an honorable mention outside of my top positive. 20 i think yeah okay. a positive mention okay cool yeah it says the the second album is more emo rap and you know the first mm -hmm. one is all like dubstep and yeah i guess that's a good distinguisher the second album has more emo rap stuff in it and the first album is more hip-hop heavy like mm -hmm. what's her name um ah a famous female rap missy artist elliott? missy, missy elliott, elliott was on the first one yes yeah. yeah i saw that that song's fucking these are, too these are some interesting genres two-step garage and chicago juke yeah adam don't <laughs> you listen heard... to chicago juke <laughs> oh oh it's your chicago favorite genre. juke is ghetto house or booty house which is a subgenre of house music <laughs> started in 1992. <laughs> yeah duh adam <laughs> we were both there Mike. we were both there <laughs> lighting fires in chicago <laughs> absolutely so uh for this past week there's a couple of things that uh i've i've either either have already listened to or will listen to for this coming week uh the first one is a album that you've been looking forward to because this is a band that you enjoy a lot this is the album uh should have learned by now from the band lucero uh, yes. And I know this is a band that you've been wanting me to get into, and they have they are on my list to check out to deep dive. Uh, me, but... Tom, and Brian Fallon. Don't forget about that. That's true. Uh, so <laughs> I decided, like, hey, let me just jump into this album and see what Bad the impression idea. of this. Don't do it. Band Don't is. jump into a band's thirteenth album. <laughs> and that was that. That was the correct thing to do because uh, a, a first impression of this band based on this album, not very high. Yeah, I, 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 I. I don't know how many times I needed to tell you, listen to the early albums. <laughs> so I, I but I'm, I'm hoping you put this one away until you're ready. When you're older, uh, yeah, I've only listened. When you're older, you can appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm a big boy, I'll be, I'll, I'll be able to understand Lucero. But the, yes. I, yeah, at least for the listeners out there too, like which of the albums that you you feel like people should jump in at? Because thirteen albums is a lot of albums adam well yes let me bring up their disco real quick lucero band so brian fallon recommended jumping into nobody's darlings from 2005 i believe it was um i thought that was a good place to start okay um the the band takes such an interesting turn throughout their entire discography so um that was a good place to start and then i went backwards to the beginning the beginning stuff is like really slow ballady country heavy kind of stuff um 
still good good like lead guitar slide guitar it's like a better version of what i would assume leonard skinnerd is mm-hmm. i don't know never listened to them but the three leonard skinnerd songs i know uh sound like better like lucero sounds like a better version of that um but they're all kind of 75 percent kind of albums um mm. and then nobody's darlings is is a big step up and then that was like when they got more famous and like on more of a major label kind of notice and so they like turned into a like hey we're just a bunch of fun loving redneck guys and we're gonna write songs about like fun happy being in the south kind of things it's not like it's not like that awful country music stuff Mm -hmm. like it would not play on on country radio i don't think it's like it's 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 very alternative still but it's just got that that twangy vibe um for like rebels rogues and swarm brothers from 06 um 1372 overton park and women and work women and work is like the worst of all of them and it's still like a 50 50 album because mm. like they just like their ability to make these these slow ballads just continues to evolve and grow all the way up until when you get to all a man should do from 2015 where it's like it's perfected at that point and those three albums from 15 18 and 21 um they everything is right everything that mm. you would want a gothic country band to sound like is there so this new album seems to be a little bit more of a step in the let's just have some fun kind of sound that you you, you had in those middle albums maybe more Sprinkled, mainstream kind of i guess sound. so yeah even though they're they're on their own label at this point like they're nobody's pulling their strings at all um they're, it's called Liberty and lament more of like an attempt to be a little bit more mainstream because even like listening to the last couple of times like Maybe. like you're right the, the the songwriting just seems generic and just kind of like uh, anybody can relate to this for the most part but you remember my track from best songs of 2021 yeah back in ohio which sounds nothing like anything on the new album no. from what i can tell <laughs> so, no. so i almost just like I don't know. I I want you to to maybe just start at all a man should do, and then work your way down. Okay. And if you really enjoy that, then you can go backwards. I think, yeah. If you go back to two thousand five, it's like a very unpolished version of that. Um, but yeah, among the ghosts is great, and when you found me from twenty one is also great. Mm-hmm. But like among the ghosts is like, I don't know. Like I think for Tom that was like top three album for him oh yeah from from that year for me it's in my top 10 now for 2018 so it's like you know this album isn't going to stand up with those ones at all but but i don't know like i don't know if you need to like do the entire like slog through the previous uh nine albums before that to really appreciate it so I don't know. Well, maybe that's maybe like just 2015 is a good place to start from the sounds of it. And then okay. maybe picking up some of your favorites from both from before. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the older albums are long and even though they're like 75%, there's still some like long, not great songs on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all a man should do is, is really, really good. So I would recommend that one. Awesome. As well. So as far as a city and color, goes here i'm just kind of doing some quick googling 
probably should have done this beforehand. <laughs> this EP is just a is just a preview of his uh, March 31st album coming up called The Love Still oh. Held Me Near. So maybe I'll not listen to this. Maybe just devote this week to listening to some Lucero instead. That could work. Yeah. Um, anything else you're listening to this week? It doesn't look like uh, The Hotelier, actually. Oh, yes. Are we are we on to them? Are we yeah, done with the now? Let's, let's live in the past. Yeah, let's live in the past because the now has been nothing but disappointing. <laughs> hey, there was some. There's three good songs written this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, but where are you in this band's process here? So this was another band that Thomas brought to us mm-hmm. because of his. Greatest song in the world from last Fe- episode. Yeah. Last episode featured uh, featured the Hotelier, and it sounds like a and band that would be right up our alley. Uh, so what I, a great pick of the song because it was the opening track on track two, and it just made you want to listen to more. Like, yeah, it was hard to just listen to that song once and not continue with the rest of that album. So I'm like, absolutely, oh, it's, it's got to happen here. So I am just on the first album. It never goes out from 2011. Okay. Yes. And it's it's the rawer version of this band for sure. Yes, definitely got that raw emo feel from this. Uh, definitely, definitely right up their alley. You can hear the potential. You can hear yes. that this band has a lot to say, uh, and yes. that they and that they'll stick with you too. Like some of the messages and are I, probably going to be hard hitting. I'm pretty sure they have two vocalists. They have one guy kind of doing the spoken, the, the speak singing. It's very yeah. like. Uh, Spanish love songs sounding mm-hmm. in that regard, right? And then they kind of have like a screamer um, as well. Yes, I'm looking here and just in the personnel, uh, Christian Holden does vocals and bass, and then Zach Shaw does guitar and vocals. I haven't looked up any live footage of them, but um, it's a good balance. And this this album, again, 29 minutes, not crazy long, came out early, early 2011. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the heaviest of the three, that's for sure. And some of it is is a little boring at times, but I still gave it a seven out of nine. Mm. And uh, yeah, but you're just barely getting into the into the flow of it. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying what I'm hearing so far too. Like this really does sound like a band that I feel bad that I missed out on. <laughs> like yeah, it sounds do like you have any no history at all. Like never even hear of them before. Hearing them come out of Tom's mouth is the first time I've ever heard the term the hotelier. Uh, wow. And, you know, it sounds like they're they're even on a label I've never heard of before. Counterintuitive Records and Tiny Engines. Never yeah. heard of that. Never heard of this band. Never heard their songs. <laughs> uh, according to their wiki page, they were on Spin's 101 Best Albums of the 2010s list and considered an essential mm. emo album by Alt Press. Yeah. It's got that, um, what do you call it? American football vibe, yeah. but I like it a lot more than I like that band. Yeah. It, it goes back and forth. It definitely leans more into the emo on the third album. Like, yeah. This is like the heavy version. And then there's, by the time you get to the third one, it's almost like, who is, who is this band anymore? I'm, I'm thinking it's because around the time that this album came out and even their, you know, next album home, like no places there. Like I was paying attention to more screamo stuff, like in heavier metalcore stuff. Uh, the emo, the you know midwestern emo, the emo revival stuff that would that didn't come really to my forefront until like the late 2010s or so. Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I had no history with them either. Um, like, uh, I know Tom 
his favorite album of theirs is, is mm-hmm. home like no place is there really excited for that 14 um i put this one kind of on the same par as the first one the, they're both really good they have some cool. really good songs um and again 36 minutes nothing to take too much time with you gotta love the but, um, um, album art of their third album too <laughs> well, I know what's funny. Like it comes up all pixelated. Yeah, on Amazon. I, Same I, I don't know me. if it does on Spotify, but on Wikipedia, <laughs> the frightening unedited version <laughs> is right there for all to see. And I'm looking at yeah. it on my work computer, like ah. No. <laughs> oh, great! You're gonna get fired. Thanks, the hotelier. I know. Do do, do you want to wait until you listen to it? I really wish you hadn't seen it. It has nothing to do with the album at all. <laughs> no, because I, I I you know I I look at their band profile on Spotify because I have you know I I, I follow bands that uh, that I'm listening to and then it, it just shows on their like oh the albums that they they had the the censored version I'm like okay there's a story behind this so you know <laughs> my morbid curiosity got the yes. better of me and I'm like oh well then. <laughs> So I obviously would love to hear Tom's history with uh, Home Like No Place is there, but I, I did enjoy it as well. Seven out of nine, mm. kind of in the same vein um, as the first album. But yes, the uh, by the way, it's a it's a disturbing picture of a bunch of older nudists folks who are all naked in a field. None of them are in shape whatsoever. Um, I can't look away. Unfortunately, <laughs> but, it, but it's there. And if you have the pixelated version on your streaming app, it will help because then you're not distracted <laughs> by the album art. And it, just who came up with this? But this <laughs> leave your phone in your pocket, Adam. They can't hurt you. <laughs> I know. I know. So, but no, this, but it, it's, it's a, pretty significant change into okay. the third album going much more e- midwest emo um kind of stuff i mean these 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 coordinates that are uh album titles that are just transition tracks really um do you ever look up where of, those are located i mean and as soon as the the first one comes in and it's all spoken word um it's like you just know like oh this is gonna be an emo as fuck album and it yeah. really is like the guitar work gets much more ambient like that the hooks are all there it took a, a like it's like you listen to it and you're like i know this is something i should like but it took a little while for it to like settle in mm-hmm. with me by the eighth or ninth listen i was just like Hoo-wee. this is like practically practically perfect i think there was maybe only hell one yeah that i was not a fan of so but it's all there. I mean, it, it's all exactly what a Midwest emo album in the mid 2010s <laughs> needed to sound like. That's what and, I want to hear, baby. And it looks like it got really good reviews, at least according to their wiki page here. So yeah. I hope you have the same experience with it. It was Tom's number four album, and I need to see where it will land on my end of the year albums list. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I'm enjoying my time with Hotelier at the at the moment too. I can't wait to listen to some more. Um, yeah, especially this second album. So it's cool that like, you know, when you come across a, a, a legacy band or a band that's like a, a favorite of somebody who you trusted respect, you know, and, and they don't they don't have like a lot. It's just like, oh, it's just, it's just a here's just a tiny little sampling of some music. Right. Good. I like that. Yes, it was perfect. It was just perfect. Made me want to just listen more. Very good. So I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, now I'm st- taking my step back. I'm not listening to anything old 
anymore. He said that before many times. But he's gonna he's gonna say it again, and he's just gonna. Keep I do have a new a new artist. Problems. I have a new All artist. Right. Yes. I, I'm 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 just gonna say, this artist, for me, it it they, they just this this e, the, these EPs just fell off a truck. That's all I'm going to say, but <laughs> one jump ahead of the bread line. <laughs> um, do, but do you have anything else to add before I get into that? Uh, no, uh, I'm just excited to continue my, uh, my, my, my journey with the hotelier, especially because, uh, oh boy, 2023 isn't, uh, where I, where I wanted it to be. I thought oh, we'd, we got, I thought we'd have a lot more exciting albums to, to talk about. Uh, we got, come, we got story of the year coming up story yeah. of the year, March 10th. Yeah, Lisa, March is another to, March is another uh yeah, a, a busy month looks like so we got uh can't swim. I don't know how excited I am about that, but uh it's zero. Yeah. Zero. I, I, zero. I I think the album title for yes. March 3rd, uh Thanks but No Thanks, I think it's telling us exactly what to, what to expect from that one. But uh, uh on March 10th though, along with Story of the Year, we got the new EP coming from Manchester Orchestra. The That's Valley of Vision. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to hear that. It's been a long time. It, well, it feels like it's been a long time since we heard from them, even though it was most of 2021. We were mm-hmm. creaming over that album. Absolutely. I, I would love a full length, but I guess if we're just getting an EP, that's okay. March 24th over here in Mayan, another busy day. We got Baby Metal with the other one. We've got... So, again, are you going to just jump into that one right away? Or <laughs> I don't think there's any reason for me not to. Right. I would still suggest listening to the previous album from the most recent one. Yeah, 2019, okay. I believe it was Metal Galaxy. I think it was called. That's definitely the best of their pre- previous three. Okay. Yeah, Metal Galaxy. That's the one that has some really, really cool uh, guest spots on it. But again, can you can you appreciate it without hearing the previous albums? I guess is a different story. Um, so yes, I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that that same day, this one's a maybe for me. Uh, Fallout Boy with so much for Stardust. I'm just gonna I'm wait and there. see. No, I'm not there. No, I, I don't think I can do it unless again we hear it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm hoping is going to be a greatest album of the year. Uh, Meg Myers with Tizia. Tizia. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with Zia. Like the Zia. T is silent. Yeah, I have no the idea. T is silent. Yeah, <laughs> like like pterodactyl. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, pterodactyl. <laughs> uh, Soft Cult coming out with a new EP. Uh, See you in the dark coming out that same day as well. Soft Cult's great, dude. Dude, you gotta you gotta check out Soft Cult. What's the date on that one? Uh, March twenty fourth. Okay, and what is it called? See You in the Dark by Soft Cult. So soft. Ooh. You can't see in the dark? That's latent false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> and then on uh, March 31st, we got uh, Boy Genius with the record. We've got an I'm album. I'm listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. Adam, don't listen to it. No, I'm going to listen to it. Adam, don't listen to it. <laughs> Please spare our friends their feelings. I and might enjoy it. it. I might enjoy it. Give it one. No, I don't. I don't understand things after one listen. You know me. I've <laughs> uh, got a recommendation to check out Barry tomorrow with the Seventh Son. So I'm going to give that one or two. We'll see. Do you want to listen to the previous good stuff or not? Because this is like their fifth album or something. 
I don't think you need to jump right into the fifth album. Albums should be able to stand up on their own. Oh, they should. They should. Everything I've learned. Anything I've learned from this podcast. Don't compare it to anything from the past. (laughs) (laughs) And breaking news, City and Color with uh, the the love still held me near on March 31st as well. So I don't forget about nothing. Nowhere. Void Eternal, March 31st. Oh, that's right. Well, nothing nowhere with March Eternal. Well, Void Eternal. Void Eternal. Exactly what I said. Right. Which sounds like a terrible disease. <laughs> <laughs> void eternal. Very good. I'm experiencing yeah. void eternal. It's I, it's bad burrito. My one regret is that I have void eternal. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope it's a good album. Yeah. Well. So yeah, excited for for March, but uh, I'm hoping that March makes up for a pretty poor February. But uh, that's all I got for you, Adam. Oh. That's the uh, that's been the story of February's lately, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Since 2018 was the last glorious February, I feel. I'm yeah, sure that might not be true. <laughs> well, we definitely need to re-record that uh, track by track of that beautiful February 2018 album at some point. We will. We will. Yes. Yeah. So the artist Emma Rose. I'm going oh, to yes. say right now, these EPs fell off a truck, and I listened to them, and. I, I, I've been enjoying them Good. and I highly recommend that the newest album to them. And um, she released an EP in 20 in January, mm-hmm. as well as February of this year. They're very brief. The first one's only 10 minutes. The second one is 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to say about this, except it's, it's, it's girl bedroom pop music producing their own stuff mixed in with, at least on the on the first EP, there's some some hip hop rapping in there mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit, um, and then there's a, the second one is called "Time Is Changing Me," which came out just a couple weeks ago. So at least on Spotify, more... I'm only seeing that album. There's no other previous yeah. albums. So again, this might I, I don't know who this Emma Rose person is, perhaps, but "Time Is Changing Me" EP is really good. So nice. I would recommend listening to it again. It's about 20 minutes. It's eight tracks. Um, a lot of really cool jazz piano stuff that I feel like is not heard enough by these girls in their early twenties making mm-hmm. independent music. So like, I'm just listening to it. Like this is something that is not done too often. And I think our, our group might enjoy this. So if you can find it on your streaming apps, it Feel should be to... it should be everywhere right yes time is changing me i got it there's also an e- the ep from january is called letter to you mm. that is also fairly good but i like i like the second one a lot a lot more so that's why i was like i think i need to talk about these albums with my friends and put it out there and see if you guys like it um yeah well thank I mean, you for you sharing in, that when you mix in all the other early 20s female artists out there um this one this one kind of stands out but again there's also a lot of artists named emma rose so i'm, is, I'm confused is, is I, this the right one though i that's at least the ep okay but this is the, the right the person though. i believe so okay i believe so it's it's the the albums are showing up under two different profiles so the the, the ep know. letter to you is showing up under this one and then so the... if they're if they're two different emma roses that's fine but i like the, i like 
the the one from February more than the this the one. one from January. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, it's so confusing because unfortunately it is like a very common name. Okay. Well, it's possible it's possible that an, an error was uh done on the artist's uh front and two separate profiles were created. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's very possible. But again, independent artists doing their own thing with no record labels behind them <laughs> just putting it out on soundcloud pretty much take that record labels <laughs> so feel free to take a listen and see what you think and um yeah and then you can move on from there it's very i definitely brief. will yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited to listen to this one album too so i'll be listening to that uh, starting today and i think that's all i got looking forward to the future because that's Absolutely. all we can do let's get out of the present man Ew, yeah, gross. present sucks. Every time we every time we listen to music of the present, it just disappoints us. Fuck it. Mahomes is always the champion of the world. It's just, <laughs> man, fucking present, man. Uh, <laughs> one day the future will be the present, and then we'll understand that, like, oh, the past, which was the present, was actually better. It was actually better. Yes. Yeah. I think I think Tom from the Menzinger said that at the show we were at. Yep. Like, remember the good old days. We, we used to think they were bad. Maybe they weren't so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I long for the day when we thought today, when we realized today was the good old days. Right. Yeah. In reality, right now, it's the bad present. The yeah. Bad present days. We're, we're just pessimistic. <laughs> we're just too pessimistic. That's all it is. Adam, <laughs> thank you for sharing your talents and your songs and your 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 love for your friend, Mike. I really appreciated that it's a lot of love if only i could write more original music someday mm-hmm. and, and you've and never like done a that whole, before a whole eight eight track ep oh uh, hell yeah tw- 20 minutes just about love of mike nice smelling of mike <laughs> oh smelling of mike <laughs> and then upload them you onto know, two that... different profiles on 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 on, yes. on spotify at least yes <laughs> and see see where it takes me i don't know yeah i could i could be an independent viral sensation one day Some, adam something viral you too viral. you too could have your music reviewed on this show too you too bono the edge <laughs> and, and the, the rest <laughs> i think one of them's name is adam I'm not sure <laughs> but uh yeah thank you thank you again adam for taking some time to to talk with me i know it's been a little it's been it's been a few weeks so thank you for, to the listeners again for your patience and uh we hope to be a little bit more consistent with the show going forward but uh you know sometimes life gets in the way and spouses have birthdays and mountains need climbing uh you know things like that normal life stuff you know survivor man you feel survivor man you feel like you accomplished something and you're happier with life yeah when you survive something like that i don't know I if that's agree. the way it's supposed to be all the time but it is so there you go <laughs> i agree i agree i don't know where you went with that statement but i agree <laughs> <laughs> so for my co-host adam i am your co-host mike and like we say every time we're just getting fucking disappointed in the present dude what the fuck the past the future no the present is not present right the presence move forward not upward backward not forward always twirling twirling. twirling. when i was a young boy i always wanted to be a baseball 